Sometimes, when you're in a foreign and new place, there's nothing more comforting than a bit of familiarity. Maybe it's seeing a Starbucks. Perhaps it's heading to a shiny, oversized, air-conditioned shopping mall. Maybe it's treating yourself to a McDonald's. But in Cuba, a country not quite yet able to set its Facebook relationship status with the USA to anything other than it's complicated, these sites of familiarity are a little less common. There is one place, however, in the capital Havana, that stood out as not being quite as familiar as I was expecting. Welcome to Language Stories, a podcast discovering languages around the world and meeting the people who speak them. I'm Lindsay Williams from Lindsay Does Languages, a language-obsessed chica on the constant exploration of languages, no matter where I am in the world. And this episode, welcome to Havana, Cuba. Beyond the Starbucks, the malls, the McDonald's, in big cities around the world, you can often rely on Chinatowns to give you a sense of familiarity. You know what to expect with a Chinatown. Bilingual signs, perhaps a big entrance arch, maybe a bright Chinese-style building or 17, and probably some people of Chinese origin. Well, El Barrio Chino in Havana is missing that last one key element. There's not many Chinese people. It wasn't always this way. After the slave trade was abolished, Chinese labourers were brought in to finish the work the slaves had started, mainly building railways. Naturally, communities were formed and El Barrio Chino was the result. It was pretty special, becoming the largest Chinatown in Latin America by the 1920s. But then, the Cuban Revolution happened. The Chinese weren't too keen on the whisperings of socialism, please leave all Chinese whispers jokes at the door, and they mostly left, leaving behind an almost empty neighbourhood. Years later, in the 90s, while the rest of us were bopping along to Nirvana and the Spice Girls, the Cuban government saw the tourist potential for having a Chinatown in their capital. And they wanted to attract Chinese people to come back. So they installed bilingual street signs that can still be seen today, a handful of Chinese restaurants, all it seems run by Cubans, and there's even a Confucius Institute where locals can learn Chinese. It would be really easy to lay this off as nothing more than cultural appropriation and a weak attempt to draw in more tourists to spend more dollar dollar or peso peso, but that would ignore what El Barrio Chino subtly does really well. One of the things we missed on our first stroll through Chinatown was a small park with a Confucius statue in the centre. The text on the plinth being written in both Chinese, my guess would be Mandarin, and Spanish. And a Confucius quote, only in Spanish, painted on the wall behind the statue next to a yin-yang sign. Cada cosa tiene su belleza, pero no todas pueden verla. Everything has its beauty, but not everyone can see it. As we stood, almost scratching our heads at this unexpected sight, an elderly Cuban lady approached us. We'd been in Cuba for a few weeks by now and were expecting she'd be asking for a bar of soap, a pen or some money, as so many others had before her. But instead, she just wanted to tell us, for no money, that around the corner was an even more impressive sight. One we would have missed without her. Of a school? The sign above the entrance arch, in both Chinese and Spanish, read Escuela Cubana de Wushu. According to their website, the Cuban school of Wushu was founded in 1995, developing Wushu, Chinese martial arts, and therapeutic exercises based on Chinese traditions. The building was an incredible surprise. It was painted bright red, with a yellow trim outlining the rounded open entrance. 
Inside, a handful of Cubans were wearing Chinese-style clothing, talking among themselves and very casually doing whatever they were doing. I read the Spanish-only signs outside the building. It was then I realised, after feeling kind of confused and conflicted about the origins and reasons for El Barrio Chino still existing despite a minimal Chinese population, that this Chinatown was unique. It wasn't so much about an existing population naturally creating a community that was familiar for them, as so frequently happens around the world in big cities, Chinatowns, Koreatowns, Little Italy's. Instead, this Chinatown was more about an extension of an arm of friendship from Cuba, a country that so many others don't understand, towards China, a country that, at least on some level, does get Cuba. I remembered the quote painted on the wall moments before. Cada cosa tiene su belleza, pero no todos pueden verla. Everything has its beauty, but not everyone can see it. Coming up next time on Language Stories, another North American city, often considered to be bilingual, but as you'll see, it goes way beyond that. We visit Montreal, Canada. You've been listening to Language Stories, a podcast by Lindsay Does Languages. If you like what we do and you like video, then head over to our YouTube channel where you can watch the sister video to this podcast episode. Just search Lindsay Does Languages on YouTube and on our channel, you'll see the playlist for Language Stories. Once you've done that, the best things you can do to help us spread the word about Language Stories are to tell a friend you know will love this too and leave a review on your favourite podcast directory. That's a fancy way of saying where you're listening to this right now. Reviews help us to get found by new listeners, which is pretty important when you're a tiny new fish in a big podcast pond. And finally, if you have a language story that you'd love to share, or you know someone that does, get in touch. You can email me at lindsay, that's L-I-N-D-S-A-Y, at doeslanguages.com. That's lindsay at doeslanguages.com. I always love to hear from you. Your feedback helps to shape future episodes. And that's important because without shape, they're just lumps. As always, you can find me in all the usual places, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and all that jazz, and learn more at lindsaydoeslanguages.com. Until next time, keep learning languages and keep sharing stories. Hasta luego.